Hello, friends. Welcome to the weekend and welcome to Truth Bombs with Ivory and Jenny. It's good to be back. Good to be back, love. We have a lot going on today. So much going on (laughs) in the news and uh, oh my gosh. Uh, How are your lives? Um, uh, Let us know if you can hear us. It's good to be back on with you. Absolutely. It's always a Today we are going to discuss how Jeffrey Epstein would travel to the White House with a list of girls to visit with Bill Clinton. He would bring all these girls in to see Bill Clinton. So my question is, what, what was Bill Clinton doing when those girls were there? <laughs> well, in one case, there was like a, there was a party that he and Hillary were hosting. But in many of the cases, it was unclear why the <laughs> visits were happening. Yeah. So what are these girls doing? While they're at the White House and they're underage. Some like, of the, well, most of these these particular girls were not underage. Mm. But why was, and uh, some of them, uh, apparently, we'll get into all the details as to which ones were Jeffrey's girlfriends and who these girls were. Wow. Okay, so we're going to jump into that. We're going to get into the fact that Supreme Court just said, I'm sorry, Biden, I know you want to be a dictator, but not this time. And so GE is one of the companies saying, okay, cool. Biden can't make us as GE force our people to put something in their arm. Um, so GE's backing out of the mandate. Um, also, we're going we're gonna to talk about some rumors in regards to testing for the illness. We're also going to talk about um, an onslaught of pressure against Spotify to censor Joe Rogan. There is an intense disinformation warfare happening, not only against um, Joe Rogan. Against a lot of people. I just got hit this week, but there's two fact checkers after me. One fact checker is apparently writing her article as we speak. And Goodbye, I, fast checker. I already told Go. her. I said, I'm happy to sue you if you choose to defame me like the last one did. <laughs> we, we've got lawyers out. We've got lawyers out. Okay, we're going to talk about that. The fact that. Like the last one did. I love that little shade. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And, uh, and how universities are teaching, uh, their students about disinformation. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh, you've got the details on that. Mm-hmm. Um, self magazine is, um, calling fat the future of fit. They have a fat girl on the cover and they're saying, this is the future of fit. Fat. Well, I fat don't ever want to be fat. Okay. I need to be hot <laughs> and skinny forever. Fat is the new fit. No, fat is never going to be the new fit. Where's the muscles <laughs> underneath the fat? I'm just uh, kidding. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, and then uh, finally, we're going to talk about some girl code rules uh, yes. to cap off the night. So Absolutely. I'm excited to get into this uh, this rundown today. Now, before we do, I'm shouting out the wonderful sponsor of the coverage today, which is Health with Ivory. One of the main causes of fine lines and wrinkles is a lack of collagen, the protein responsible for skin elasticity and youthfulness. As you get older, collagen production slows down by as much as 10% each decade. But you can give your skin a much-needed boost with Health with Ivory. This ultra-rich powder delivers rejuvenation to hair, skin, nails, and joints. This multi-collagen uses powerhouse ingredients that can visibly diminish your wrinkles. Wow. I couldn't be more thrilled with the results I've received. I've partnered with the creators of this amazing multi-collagen to give my audience up to 51% off of their own collagen to celebrate the new year. Just go to healthwithivory.com or click the link below to get yours today. 
Okay. And last time I shouted out Health with Ivory on Facebook and Instagram, this one lady was like, girl, I've been taking collagen and my boobs are still oh, down yeah, to Oh, yeah, I remember here. that. <laughs> <laughs> They're still down to here. And I was like, well, collagen does help skin elasticity in regards to that, but <laughs> you also need to do chest day. I think that um, the word about chest day needs to get out more. When you work your muscles, it keeps you firm. So do chest day, ladies. How many chest days do you do? Um, I like to do it twice a month. Or twice I'm, I'm a sorry, month? Twice, twice a week. Twice I was like, I leg mean... day, leg day twice a week, and an upper body twice a week. It's, it's well, I'm getting a little skinny these days, so I'm doing it once a week. I need to, uh, yeah, I need to work out more and eat less. Um, anyway, so in <laughs> regards to, uh, I really need to work out more and eat less. What do I need to go do? Get plastic surgery. <laughs> I'm so skinny. Um. Uh, I used to be skinnier. Anyway, so we're going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein, who used to visit the White House uh, with his friend Bill Clinton a lot. Um, new details have been uncovered by Daily Mail exclusively. We're going to show you that article now. So Daily Mail has just uncovered the fact that eight different women, <laughs> eight women visited eight young women went with Jeffrey Epstein to Bill Clinton and the White House. That's crazy. Um, they, they've obtained the visitor logs at the White House and compared them to the flight logs from Jeffrey's plane. And so it shows that Jeffrey was flying with these women in his private plane and then going right into the White House with them. And then when new video came out from inside Jeffrey Epstein's um, Palm Beach home, it showed that Jeffrey also had multiple pictures at the White House. Here's the press briefing room. Wow. And they're, they're, saying, they're saying that, you know, that's the wall of Jeffrey's Palm Beach home where he was had to do a plea deal because he was going for underage women in this home. Anyway, so he has multiple, see, um, him with um, an unknown brunette um, on one wall. And then here's another wall. There's another picture um, at the... White House briefing room from his visits with Epstein. These pictures are crazy. Um, here's here's the good old massage bed, bed. Ew, that gross. where the women say that he um, he he basically abused, abused them. them. And then uh, here are some of the girls that he went to the White House with. There, there's obviously him and Bill. There's Gillian. Uh, here's some of his old girlfriends. So, so who is that girl? The blonde. She is a uh, she's a former beauty pageant girl. Wow. She used to date him, and she visited the White House. She's one of the girls from the logs. These are girls from the logs that went into the White House with him. And um, I so I think oh this documents all his visits to, all his to visits. the White House. So seventeen, he says right here between ninety three and ninety five, Jeffrey Epstein visited the White House for undisclosed reasons seventeen times. What, what was he doing? Undisclosed there? reasons. Here we thought you know Bill Clinton was the leader of the free world who was like uh, you know keeping America great, great and saving the world, but really he's just busy hanging out with, with Jeffrey, Jeffrey and his ladies. It is getting um, juicy today. It's wow. crazy. Like, um, I think four they they break it down here that four of the women he took to the White House were Jeffrey's girlfriends. 
They okay. were all like different official girlfriends. So what of about his. the other three? And then the other four of oh, four, okay, are I think unknown who they were. <laughs> like one was one was just listed in the log as one female, no oh, name. Oh wow! So yeah, it's kind of interesting. Here's one of the girls who who is was disclosed. Dating. Yeah, so she's she was an adult. Like yeah, she was young. But, but she, she was, was an, adult. an adult. And this this is a pick from 95. Like, Jeffrey does not change or age. He's just always looked like that. I know, because he had all the money to look <laughs> oh like that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, here's some uh, some of them. Uh, I, this is the beauty pageant girl, Miss Sweden. That's what she was when she's younger. Wow. And here she is when she's older. And here she is actually testifying against Ghislaine Maxwell. But she's one of the girls who went into the White House with Jeffrey Epstein during that time. Wow. So, wow. It's, it's really, <laughs> I just think your comments, you guys. <laughs> Gotta love my viewers. Wow. Um, sure. Okay, so, so that's the latest on Jeffrey Epstein. It, it keeps on, you know, the details keep it's just on getting coming juicier out. And juicier. <laughs> yeah. And uh, in regards to um, the needle, you know, the needle mandate, obviously that was struck down. Biden lost his, his big push to force um, basically millions of Americans to, to you know, you either have a job or you, or you don't have a job if you don't get it in the arm. That's and good. So, so now that that mandate's gone, GE is saying, okay, cool. We're not going to force people to do it. GE suspends uh, the test, uh, the needle or test requirement after U.S. Supreme Court's ruling. General Electric Company on Friday said it has suspended its needle or test requirement for employees after the U.S. Supreme Court ruling. The court on Thursday blocked Biden's, uh, his mandate for large businesses, a policy that the conservative justices deemed an improper imposition on the lives and health of many Americans while endorsing a separate federal requirement for health care facilities. So, yeah, the justices wow. kind of said that health care facilities can still uh, force their people. Wow. To, That's you know, crazy. to get to get the, the jab, um, the needle. So now it, it, it technically was not a needle mandate because there was the option to also get tested every week. And there, but then there were a lot of rumors out about these tests that go way up your nose. Mm-hmm. And about oh, yeah, how they hurt how they so much. Harm. Yeah. What sort of harm is that doing to your body when they're shoving it way up your nose? um every week you know oh that is yeah. true i i got a couple of tests and i would like yeah. i would go like this each time i would just pull myself back and like you're not hurting me like that but um <laughs> there was, i can so see you ivory uh hello you're not gonna hurt me <laughs> exactly so there was a post going around on social media of that there's actually this old um egyptian um like hieroglyph of like a an Egyptian guy like sticking something into someone's nose, and this talks about how, uh, according to this rumor on, on Instagram, that the Egyptians would shove something up people's nose to hurt a portion of their brain back here that what? deals with um, them being becoming more submissive <laughs> for women, no, for for slaves allegedly, but. Oh, so God, the rumor was, well, these weekly jabs are going to make you more submissive to the government. <laughs> and of course, 
Of course, the fact checker swarmed down. I was like, no, they're not. No, they're not. And the, that hieroglyph, actually, the guy's putting the thing on their eye. If you look at it, the guy is putting something against the person, like, right here. It's unclear <laughs> whether it's the nose or the or eye. The, or, or just here in your forehead. Who knows? Yeah, it was it was more like right here, the stick. They were doing something, something in Egypt. But the fact checkers say we're safe. Uh, I still refuse to get we, weekly um, nose rape. It's nose okay. rape? That's <laughs> not okay. Um, okay, so the other big update today is they're coming after Joe Rogan. I'm not even surprised. So why do you think they're coming after him? Because Joe Rogan is usually like, super mellow and he's just so chill and cool right and he has grown a giant audience because he has good vibes and he actually has um shows that are really thought-provoking and interesting um and people don't feel like they're being like forced to believe something with joe he's Mm -hmm. just he's just chilling and Mm -hmm. having a conversation And so he's developed this cult following now of more than 11 million people. Mm -hmm. Let me show you. uh, Twitter is blasting this headline out, making sure that everyone knows that Joe and his followers better watch out. So more than 270 medical experts call out Spotify and Joe Rogan for spreading uh, misinformation. Oh, I'm so tired of this misinformation BS. So, So, you know, we saw CNN do their hit pieces on Joe Rogan. A lot of outlets did hit pieces on him after he allowed people who were suppressed to have a voice on his show. Right. And when that didn't intimidate him. Now they're sending 270 medical experts, not after him, because they know he doesn't care, but after after the people who are paying him. Right. If we can get his money taken, maybe he'll take it seriously. So So they have Spotify. They're putting pressure on Spotify. In an open, open letter published January 10th, more than 270 medical experts called on Spotify to take action against the spread of misinformation on its platform, specifically in relation to the podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience, according to the Washington Post. Rogan, who has been on the on the line for spreading false information related to the illness in this the past, so has an exclusive deal with Spotify to right. publish his podcast, which has an audience of more than 11 million people per Rolling Stone. Yeah. Isn't it insane? Yeah. So if, if Spotify dropped Ro- Joe Rogan, a lot of people are going to get out of Spotify. People are going to stop Spotify. Yeah. They, and so that's going to mess up their money. So Spotify, so now we're going to know really where Spotify lies. And that's why people say Joe Rogan has become too big to fail because, you know, his audience has an allegiance to him, not to Spotify, exactly. not to YouTube, not to wherever. Wherever he chooses to publish, they're just blessed that he's choosing them. Right, because he has <laughs> such a huge audience. So if so, let's just say if Spotify drop him, where do you who do you think is going to take him? Oh, anywhere. I mean, he could start his own website and just make bank off of that. Like mm. he doesn't. People just follow wherever he goes, you know. But he did just create a Getter account uh, because he he saw he saw YouTube take down his interview with Dr. Robert Malone, and he knows Twitter's Twitter's not liking what he's up to, so he he 
did like a Twitter insurance plan by creating Gatter, which is like the new free speech version of Twitter. What up? What happened with Parler? Uh, sadly, um, Parler's hosting platform, which I think Amazon hosted, hosted the Parler website. They pulled the rug out from under Parler back in January, 2021 after a lot of patriots in America used Parler to plan, to plan their visit to, you know, as if it's so criminal to be patriotic, love your country, care about election, um, integrity wait they did that right after january 6th it was because of january 6th that parlor got like obliterated it took them a few weeks to find a new platform to get set back up on but then that one was like glitchy and then people were everyone just kind of they lost all their momentum and then uh other outlets came on i mean i still can't get my parlor app to work so that other sucks. Other people say they ha- can use theirs. Maybe I need to update it again or something. But honestly, other things sprouted up like Getter. So now Getter <laughs> Parlor is like trying it. I can't. I can't even imagine how frustrated the Parlor uh, creator must right. be. Right. Wow. Yeah. It's it's just really messed up. Yeah. It was in the. It was actually in the after. I know what it was after Trump got banned on Twitter. Everyone just went over to Parlor. Right, Parlor exploded like millions mm-hmm. in the month of January 2021, and that's when it was like, oh wow, like literally, Parlor is about to overtake and be so popular that they're going to give Twitter a run for their money when they previously had monopoly. And the elites said, "No, you're not." And there came Amazon to pull out, pull them, out, the rug out from under them. Well, Jeff Bezos having too much fun with the younger girls on the beach. <laughs> oh, um, I thought the the paparazzi shots looked, I think it was his wife or something. And oh, she, no, 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 no. She looked like she was his age more. Absolutely not. She's okay, like maybe I'm 20 seeing, years old, younger than her. Oh, maybe than I'm him. seeing a different, maybe, Girl, maybe he has multiple chicks like Jeffrey on, Epstein. He's on the beach with his booty short. That's what I'm going to call them. <laughs> speedos on top of some woman i was like wow this what happened when you live in miami oh my gosh uh yeah maybe he's a polygamist like jeffrey epstein i am so over this um new rise of polygamy in america wait you know that in africa that's like the thing right really well it's it's a thing here in america now i know so if we could get back to monogamy (laughs) that'd be great i know you guys love the bible where polygamy happened but I don't like polygamy. <laughs> I hate it too. All right. So but it's like a thing though. <laughs> um, so these, these people are saying Joe Rogan's doing misinformation. And now Facebook has sent multiple fact checkers after me this week for my coverage of, of new election um issues that came up in Wisconsin just last month. Wisconsin has been actively digging into what the heck really is going on, you know, after things got weird in the 2020 election. So they had a hearing in the Wisconsin state legislature last month that was sparsely covered. So I decided to give that hearing a little justice this month. And in honor of January 6th, on January 6th, I talked a little bit about what was uncovered last month. Now this week, Facebook is sending hell after me. 
this is the actually the third fact checker they've had come after me. One just literally in like two hours ago, I got an email from another Facebook fact checker saying, hey, I'm writing an article on you. And I responded, oh, very nice. Well, if you choose to defame me, I'll send my lawyer after you too. I already have a lawyer going after the other fact checker who wrote lies. They actually, it's these, these um, people are really clever with their smears. They say that you're lying. They literally told me, well, they told me, they, they told the viewers in their article about me that I'm spreading lies and hoaxes and that I had wrong numbers. That's all false. Um, and then they proceeded to put out fake numbers and spread a lie and a hoax about me and my coverage. So if they can um, twist it around and accuse me of what they're doing, they think they can get away with that. But I'm sending a lawyer after them. <laughs> it's really interesting to me, this apparent huge effort to suppress what's being uncovered in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And this is all in regards to the fact that I, so in, in the Wisconsin hearing last month, an IT expert who has analyzed other elections looked at Wisconsin voter rolls and came out with some strange findings. And one of them was the fact that 93.7% of the active voters in Wisconsin cast ballots. That's a very high number. But he, he made it clear that if you include all Wisconsinites who are of age to vote, including those who are not registered to vote, you can get a voter turnout of 72%. Wait, is this real life? Yeah, so what? So what's being pushed in the media is that, look, voter turnout was only 72%, guys. That's not very high. It's very believable. But I guess active or registered voters, the turnout was 93.7%. Uh, That's according to the IT guy. I'm just citing the hearing. And the and Facebook's fact checkers come after me saying I'm lying and making that number up. So I put the soundbite out myself. I'm like, here's the freaking soundbite. Right, right. And um, now I, I compare this to Texas. Now only 66% of the people registered to vote even cast their ballots in Texas. So well, I got a fake. I got a ballot, and I was not even a. You weren't a citizen. <laughs> I wasn't even a citizen. You're now a new citizen. I Congratulations. Know. Yeah, she she's an immigrant from Congo. Sure am. Um, yeah, but and you didn't cast that ballot. No, but I guess it may have been easy to. I don't know. Oh, See, that's I, the of concern. Course. That's the concern. <laughs> I so, bet you a lot of people did. Yeah. So it's um, you know, and there are some there are some immigrants who are here on like visas and stuff mm -hmm. who get this stuff in the mail and get upset about it because it's like. You're trying to set me up. You're mailing me a ballot when I'm not a citizen. You realize if I fill this out, I go to prison. Isn't right. So you're like, you're setting me up to incriminate me. Yeah. You know, so it's just, it's bad stuff all around. But the fact that these fact checkers are saying that I'm lying, that I'm a hoaxer because I'm citing an actual legislative hearing is very concerning to me. And it's also defamatory. By the way, defamation is not protected by the First Amendment. So... Facebook's fact check journalists can have fun in court. All right. We're going to see you in court, sis. Oh, you want to try me? Watch Let's out. go. <laughs> All right. So I know I that, that got so, me heated today. I get so heated. 
whenever anybody says say anything that is a lie about her. I would too, because oh. from everything that you've gone through, it makes sense for you to get so heated because these people have no idea how hard you work and the the great things that you're doing, you know, journalism is really important to you. I know that you always fact check. Even today, you have your journalism book, book right there. You always yeah, talk yeah, about exactly. It's how- I mean, it's just shocking to me how much journalism and truth is under assault in America right now. The the way that the First Amendment is being circumvented is fascinating to me because these people have they there's there's the first amendment blocking them what they're doing is skirting around it and try to trying to take down people that way since i can't throw ivory in jail for spitting facts i can at least throw her in facebook jail by launching multiple attacks against her to uh, like if if there's enough fact checks against me on facebook regardless of whether they're phony fact checks they can deplatform me on facebook which is where i reach my viewers and that's why it's so important to have other platforms like Getter. By the way, links in description for all my alternative platforms. I love Telegram. I love all those. Oh, yeah, Telegram too. Yeah. Telegram is great, but it's not really, not that many people um, subscribe to Telegram. Yeah, I am. Um, that's my little, that's my little community there. I like really? Telegram. I have like 30,000 people on my Telegram channel. Whoa, and, that's um, a lot. You know, they're like serious truthers. Like we can just spit facts there. It's great. There are a lot of little bots that we have to deal with in the comments. Like literally bots swarm the comments. So it's hard to have a comment conversation mm. because you're commenting around all these bots. So wow. I delete the bots as much as I can, but it's crazy. Um, so girl, you brought up something very strange happening at Grand Rapids Community College in regards to the same topic on disinformation warfare. Tell me about this. So yeah, one of my friends sent me an article today of his son. This is what his, um, his son's teacher pretty much sent it to him saying that they're not, they're not able to use different type of platform as, what did it say again? Oh, yeah. You actually sent it to me right here. It was it was just jaw-dropping to read this. So this is about writing essays yeah. and using um, the right sources, so, only sources that the, the professor <laughs> approves of. And guess what, sor- what, guess what sources you're not allowed to cite in your essay? Fox. Fox News, Breitbart. Newsmax, One America, like what? The forty fifth president, <laughs> or your crazy uncle? Uncle, your crazy <laughs> uncle. This is what college students are doing to Americans, to so, kids. Literally, you will You're get crazy. a. That's so petty. You get a bad grade for citing Newsmax. Yeah. Never mind oh, whether American. how factual Newsmax Max is. is. So like, the truth doesn't matter to this professor. What matters is his political well, leanings. Right. So they're allowed to to fact check what Fox and all that. I mean, not Fox, CNN. Where is it? They again? can use. Um, oh, Washington Post, New York Times. Oh, yeah. He literally lists what you can cite as your yes. source. Washington, Washington Post, New York, York Times, ABC, C- NBC, C- CBS. Yes, of course. <laughs> MSNBC and CNN. Of Those course. are good sources. Those are cite. great sources. This is insane. These are literally the instructions for taking a, for writing an essay. And if In you college. want a good grade at this univer- Grand Rapids University uh, Community College. Oh. 
And uh, what is the name? The name of the professor? Professor again? Michael DeVivo, PhD. Michael DeVivo, you're a corrupt professor. You cannot do this. You need to get fired. And this is this is criminal. Like this is not right because guess what? Now they're putting this in kids' head. You know, like that's not that's not right. Yeah, that that the way that you determine whether information is legitimate Legit is whether your professor says it is. Um, now it used to be. It used to be that every every writer of information was obligated to prove in their writing how their information is legitimate. Really? They talk about this in J school textbooks is that it doesn't matter if you, if uh, the information is coming from a fancy three letter news corporation or coming from some, some, you know, small homegrown blog, what matters is how they are proving in their writing that the information is true through verification writing out exactly where this information came from and how it's legitimate. When did all this change that they don't um, have to prove Well, anymore? I think it's been a slow shift throughout the 21st century, mm. uh, uh, you know, and then escalating dramatically during the pandemic. Um, wow. It's become such a mess during the pandemic. And actually, if you read, you know, it, this book is so fantastic for giving the history of all this stuff and spelling out what real journalism is. And it talks about yellow journalism in the 1800s. What Jur is yellow so, journalism? It, well, it's kind of what we're dealing with now. Oh, it's fake basically news. Like, yeah, Media. it's basically like fake news. And basically, journalism and spreading of information was an absolute mess in the 1800s as well. And it was because it was becoming such a debacle in the 1800s that newspapers realized if they want to you know, a new business plan if they want to actually get readers again is to get back to facts and verifying those facts and proving to the viewers in their writing. That's good. Exactly where this information came from. Why can't we go back to this today? Well, I think, um, you know, some people are still doing that and they're getting more of an audience for doing that. But I think we're going to see, we're probably going to have to see that from these big fancy corporations as their ratings continue to plummet. I rating is going down. I think they're going to see a return. They're going to have to return to actual journalism to uh, win back their audience. But I mean, you always talk about this though. Yeah. And the, the fact that CNN has one tenth the ratings of Joe Rogan. Do you realize that one tenth CNN's most watched stuff is only one tenth of, and of it's the nothing but that old people. In. Old people that are corrupt are, and they're just, yeah. Yeah, but the, the ownership of CNN is changing now, so I think we might see a shift at CNN soon. Really? Yeah, ho hopefully, you know. So now let's go into uh, the journalism of fitness and Self Magazine's new cover and uh, their vision for the future of fitness as fatness. <laughs> self magazine is a lie they need to stop with this B oh my uh, yeah. god <laughs> show, she just saw the screen let me um guys let me is, show you guys this let me share this they did down. not have that girl under doing that here it is what the future of fitness really looks like and they have this plus size girl um and then here I'll, let me show you she's on the cover of the magazine oh right 
Yeah. Stop. Uh, the Future of Fitness. What? With Jessamine Stanley. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Fitness Advisory Board. You think she's on there telling how to, how people how to look like her? What? <laughs> um, so I haven't, I actually, I haven't read the article, but. I mean, what can the article talk? So let me just quote the article without yeah, even I... reading it. So they're going to talk about how she's, she loves herself. She eats very well. Her weight does not define who she is. And she, she doesn't have any diseases. She's a hundred percent healthy, but guess what? 10 years from now, 20 years from now, those McDonald's that whoever is eating, guess what? It's going to catch up to you. GMO is real. Okay. Diabetes is real. If you're young and you're overweight, your chances of being like getting these illness, especially for the black community is higher. Like I cannot believe self magazine is talking about the future of fitness. No, this is not the future of fitness at all no well, it's that's, not that's not what fit looks like no okay, it really fit. and whoever that girl is god bless her but we're just talking about her weight and what somebody fit is somebody's fit body mass supposed to be lower not high so this is this is bs i don't like so that. yeah i mean Hopefully, uh, like I said, I haven't read the article, but if it is telling people that that is the way to look, then that is harmful because that um, obesity is actually a, a leading contributor to worse uh, COVID symptoms. I know. Um, and like you have a better chance of dying, dying. Of, of that illness if you're obese. So what uh, are the, in addition to diabetes and, and all the other things. But let me just say, if this, hopefully this article is about people who are overweight and excessively overweight, embracing fitness and not feeling intimidated in the gym, because that is something that I 100% agree with. I, I think some people, when they get so out of shape, mm -hmm. they, um, they think they're too far gone and they're way too embarrassed to enter a gym. Right. And that is a culture that should change. And, you know, like whenever I see someone coming to the gym, who's really out of shape, my heart gets warm and I celebrate them. And I'm so excited. They brought themselves to in the there. gym. Right. You know, so, and I, I think a mind shift has, has to happen within all of us that no matter where you are, you accept where you are, even if, you want to change and become something better so that you're not internally beating yourself up every day. So for her to embrace her body as it is, I think that's a wonderful thing um, to, to just accept where you are, even if you want to change, but to say that she is the goal to get to is an unhealthy thing to say. Right. It really is. And, you know, I know a lot of people that are overweight, some, my family member, and I don't think that's, that's healthy at all. Like I would say, quote, a lot of people that are overweight have higher chance of dying mm -hmm. younger or have a lot of health problems or health complication or this happened, my back, my stomach, my bladder, my, you know, there's so, <laughs> no, right, there's so right. many things, you know? So I think that, you know, for someone who's, pretty out of shape and ashamed of themselves to see her on the cover 
can lessen their shame. And I of think course. I think that shame is one of the most toxic, damaging emotions that you can put into your body. So if there's anything to lessen well, your shame, that's a good thing. But guess what? You say that shame is something that's toxic. But what is the media put out there? The girl that is one pound, the girl, I mean, what is, what's really <laughs> defined beauty, right? Is the girl that is fit, that is a hundred and whatever pound, she's tall, she's skinny, but they don't think her, the media doesn't put her as the beautiful girl. Well, they do more and more and that's what they're doing right now. But they are <laughs> now, but this is a fitness, Mike, this is self this is self yeah. magazine about yourself, but they say in the future, the future of fitness, right. she's there because she's obviously like very flexible or why not? But <laughs> I mean, I can't even believe, I can't even believe this is real life. It's nice to be flexible. There we go. Okay. So but, what is this? Thing, so Beth? bottom line is, look, that is not fitness to have that much body fat is not physically healthy to the rest of your body. But at the same time, emotionally, you should not beat yourself up for being that out of shape. Or Absolutely. That's, that's even worse from you. Right. So if this article gives some overweight people some inner peace, I celebrate that. I think that's good. But if right. this article encourages overweight people to stay overweight, overweight then, then that's no. bad. That's my verdict. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. So. I'm going to read this <laughs> to see what they're talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, let's just, let's see what the top of it says here. Um, one of my favorite things about working out is the feeling of freedom it can give you. If you're a runner or a bicyclist, this can manifest in rather literal ways. The open road before you, the tiny spot behind you, making how far you've traveled. Um, but it's not just about the physicality of being free, a good run, a solid lifting session or a sweaty, sweaty hit workout can change your perspective, opening up your mind to the possibilities, not only of what your body is capable of, but the world around you as well. Well, I agree with that. All that being said, for many, the world of fitness can be far more limiting than freeing in gyms on social media and in other fitness dedicated spaces the focus on what our bodies look like can make it hard for those whose bodies don't conform to narrowly defined norms to feel like they belong for far too long people with larger bodies have been met with limitations judgments and intimidation spaces designed to help us all reach our potential That's why I'm so excited to introduce our first editorial package of 2022, the future of fitness issue in this digital issues, articles, and essays. When we say future, we're not talking about the latest fitness trackers or streaming workout equipment. We're talking about the people who are changing the landscape of the industry that has far too long excluded many over the past few years. Thanks to the body positivity movement, as well as other thoughtful explored, uh, explorations that have changed uh, complacent ideas about weight and size, we've seen the important shift in how we discuss larger bodies. Okay. okay. Um, so it's good that they're, they are talking about the, um, you know, making overweight people feel more comfortable, comfortable in the gym. gym I right. agree with that. Totally. Um, I think too many people are too intimidated. They think that fit people in the gym hate them. That's not true. Every fit person in the gym 
was once out of shape as well. Of course. And so when they see a new person come into the gym, they are just so excited that that, that person going to the gym. Yeah, the, that that person's coming on your journey with the people who the people who are shredded out of their minds, oh, shredded out of their minds in the gym. Oh, girl, you broke my chair. I didn't break it. Hold on. It came off. She, you guys, she literally, she freaking took the foot pedal off of my chair. It's all good. No, no you just we'll, got to put it on. Yeah, we'll just pop it back on. <laughs> but they, they put, the fittest people put their blood, sweat, and tears into, into making that happen. And so they're so passionate about it they're, that they're really excited to see other people come on that journey. So I think that's what out of shape people need to realize is that, the the fit people, it can be a lonely thing to get super fit, honestly, because a lot of people are out of shape. So when the right. more people come on that journey with them, the more That's excited good. they get, they want to welcome you in. So the gym is not like some evil, scary place. It's a very, I think it's very, um, you know what, when I used to be like super out of shape, I was really intimidated every time I would go to the gym because A, I would think that, oh my God, I'm not doing this right. This is not going to work. Is my form correct? Because people yeah. are just looking at you, right? You like, think they are, but really they're they're minding. Some they're, of them are. <laughs> they're minding their own business. The gym I go to, everyone's so narcissistic. They're so obsessed with themselves in oh, the mirror. Wow! <laughs> yeah. So they're just looking at themselves. But I'm like, notice me. Notice me. <laughs> just kidding. Here I am. I'm Ivory. Hello. <laughs> so like, oh, funny. Why do these boys are too in love with themselves? That's oh why yeah. I'm single. <laughs> oh speaking my gosh. of that, that's what speaking of that, our final topic topic is girl code. Oh man. When it comes to Your dating. Man. When it comes to dating, there's a girl code and there's a bro code, right? Mm-hmm. What are some of your bro code? You can't date the other the your bro's ex-girlfriend, but you can fuck her, right? Um, you guys let us know what your favorite girl code and bro code is. Yeah. The most important, uh, girl code that, that I never, you know, that I always follow is that, yeah, basically if, if I or my friend dated someone, then we don't ever go on a date with that person. Yeah. But some well, it's hardcore, it's hardcore friend zone for life. Right. Yeah. Some girls really don't care though. So what's going on? You're the one who wanted to talk about this topic. Because I just feel like women in 2021 just lack respect of other women. Um, I go out a lot with my boyfriend. So I just see how some other women just have no, like, they just don't have any morals. Like, if you're there with your man or you, you can't just come and start talking to another man. Like, hey, how are you? Like, oh, like that's, if you're with your man, like, you don't talk who, to another man? No. Like, if I'm with my man, right, mm-hmm. I don't think another girl should come and be like, hey, how have you been? Like, oh, all in, in, in his face like that. Mm. Girls code number one, get away from people's man, girl. Mm. <laughs> Go find your own man. He doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Girl code, up. girl code number two, do not date a married man. I'm so tired oh. of these girls dating these married men and thinking it's that it's okay. Yeah, that's gross. It's not okay. You don't need to be with the married man. You don't need to take his money. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have sex with him, casual sex. You don't need to go on dates with him. Yeah. You don't need to flirt with him. 
Yeah, but the trashiest person in that in that situation is it's definitely the man. a man. But you know what? Yeah. Some men will tell you that that's they're just exercising their option. Ew. Yeah, yeah, well, they, they deserve a divorce for sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I I don't respect um, girl chord number three. If your friend has some type of relationship with this man, you shouldn't touch him. You shouldn't even go to have dinner with this man. Why are you having dinner with a stranger? I mean, your man is taken. No, the man that used to be your your girlfriend, boyfriend. It's like me going on on a... a, It's like me going on on a date or just hanging out with your man, with your ex-man. Oh, like if I break up with someone and you hire him as your trainer. No, I'm just kidding. I asked you, I did. She, she did that. I asked you, I asked you, I was like, hey, can Connor train me? My ex is her trainer. I'm fine with that. But I, I asked you, and that's the thing. <laughs> I I have more respect for myself that I asked my boyfriend oh, and I yeah. asked her. But if, if you schedule a dinner with your friend's yeah. ex without telling her. What are you doing? Like, hey, I'm going on a date with your, your ex-man. Yes, girl code number three. Yeah, that's. That goes back to the, my first girl code that I right. respect. Like I wouldn't. What are these girl co- guy code? Are they oh, saying? they're they're throwing out some codes. Age difference. How much? How much is okay? I think an age difference, to be honest, is the man always have to be older. Girl, let me tell you something. Um, so early earlier in life, I was like, I, the man must be two years older than me. I want the guy to be two years. I was like really strict about the age. And then, like, the older I've gotten, the more I'm like, oh, age is not as important. And But I always wanted someone older than me. But all these guys younger than me kept trying to date me. So I finally, like, tried dating a couple of younger guys, which was like, okay, now, let's, there's a reason I wanted older. So, anyway, my rule right now is I just I want, a, no, I want a guy who's either in his 30s or 40s, period. 30s or 40s is what I'll go for because mm-hmm. I'm 32. Yeah. So I I went to dinner with my friend Tara on Wednesday, and we went out to be Sue afterwards. Oh, how was that? <laughs> well, that place is so stuck up. I hate stuck up people. I oh. like down to earth people. Yeah. So there were two guys at the bar, and it's like those. I can tell those guys are like down to earth. Mm-hmm. Those are, those are the only like normal people here. So I went over there, and the one guy was in his twenties, and the one was in his fifties. In my age categories, there's 30s and 40s. I was like, okay, I have some sort of spiritual block where I'm I'm just not attracting anyone who's right. (laughs) Spiritual block. (laughs) Yeah. So that's that's my deal. What's your age limits? My age limit is 47. But you know what? I don't even have an age limit. What about the youngest limit? I don't go for younger. I would never go for younger. So 32 then? Yeah. But I have a man, so I don't yeah. care. Yeah, she but, she got a man. But if I like, let's say if I was single, my age limit would be I don't date people my age or or younger. I would never date somebody my age because I just feel yeah. like they're so immature. Like I mm. am not about to have a conversation with you about the new Yeezys. 
I no. love, I just love the idea of going through all the phases of life together, like being the same age as the person you're dating. I love that idea because we're all, but there's we so battle through our 20s. Now we're, now we're figuring out our 30s together. Like yeah, I love you need that. somebody to like lead you, right? Well, yeah. So if he's a little older, older like, he's a leader. If he's younger, you're his mama. Yeah. He's like, well, <laughs> he's like, well, I'm 37 now. And this is how I tackled 33. Right. You know, exactly. And, like that'd be nice. But when when they're like twenty something, you become the mom. I do not have time to raise another oh, man. I agree. I agree. Like yeah, when, I cannot go for anyone in their twenties. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Ivory need a hot forty year old that got their shit together, tall, handsome, that lives in the gym, <laughs> even at two o'clock in the morning. He is fit and fit. He does not smoke. No yeah. weed, no drugs. I also, I also like health not an, nuts. Not an alcoholic. If he drinks yeah. too much, she doesn't want you. I know. I yeah. I like guys who are literally obsessed with health. So the guy that Ivory like Ivory's perfect man is Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I and I always tell her, sis, Jesus is not on earth. If he I looks- look in your fridge and you only have grass fed meat and organic veggies. <laughs> I'll be 10 times more attracted to you. <laughs> oh, so what, what are some of the uh, I guys? Said, this guy said I identify as 37. I identify. Yeah, 37 is a nice age. Go with the flow when it's right, you know. That's so true. I feel like going with the flow is is pretty, yeah. Go with the flow. Yes, Ivory. Don't be too. That's what I tell Ivory. Don't be too picky. Oh, he's not too good looking. Well, that's what I tried. I tried going with the flow in the pandemic because like dating was like everyone was hibernating and quarantine. (laughs) And the only guy going after me was like a 25 year old. And I was like, that's too young. But I guess I'll go with the flow. And that's what I tried. And now now he's your trainer. (laughs) When they mean go with the flow. That mean like go like if you meet a thirty seven, don't be like oh he doesn't have this, he's not too attractive. That's what I tell Ivory. Just go out, even if you're not attracted to him, go out because you don't know. You can friends on him, and then from him you meet your man. Maybe, Maybe. I try to tell her, but for some reason it's really draining when the guy you don't like is hitting on you. It so sometimes I just like to avoid the drain. Girl, you just go so you can so he can invite you to an event. You find your man there. Hmm. yeah you guys i've been a giant hermit these days i'm literally like i'm like why am i single oh yeah because i sit in this this news studio all day every day that's why (laughs) oh well what is some guy code i think the biggest what's bro code dude fill us in fill us in on your bro code they were talking about their bro codes Uh, no let's see what what are their bro code Who's the most handsome conservative on TV? Mm. <laughs> what's what's your answer? I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> Why? Because you're dating someone? No, I'm just not gonna say it because I don't think it's <laughs> the most handsome conservative on TV. Why am I? Why am I not thinking of any? Anyway. <laughs> Maybe Matt Gates. No, he's definitely on cocaine. You think so? I know so. I saw when we saw him, that was all cocaine. What? I 
Ivory, if somebody's like this at three o'clock in the morning and like this, there's something. We were I, all I, like this. In, we were okay, all like well. exhausted. My gate was like this. And it was, and I have that picture. And he looks like this on a picture. Wow. Remember well, I, told I, didn't, you that? I didn't notice that. But anyway, I think Mac, I, think I Mac used to think he handsome. was so attractive too. Yeah. But then yeah. I was like, Mm-mm. but let me not spread some rumors. So um, just cut this yeah. off. That's, yeah. That's your theory. Um, who who are other hot conservative men? <laughs> who who are um? What about some raging leftists who are hot? <laughs> There's a lot. Um, the guys on CNN are hot. Some you of think them. so? Girl. The CNN guys give me the creeps. No, I was that Cuomo way for years. Was very hot. For his age, oh, how no, is he? he there's something what? about his face that just makes me he shudder. Looks, really? I Maybe because like you know, the CNN guys. you know that. No, I literally felt this way for like ever since I first laid eyes on these guys. Like, there's something in their soul that is dirty. I was just like, keep me away. <laughs> um, who's the guy? There's oh, there's this really cute uh, black guy on Fox. Um, that that dude that we saw at CPAC. <laughs> Yeah, he's the new Fox Nation dude or whatever. I, yes. I don't know his name. Yeah, him. He's he's cute. And um, another one is who? I don't know. Um. Oh, the guy, the the older guy on Fox, Hannity or whatever. His oh, name? Uh, you're he's talk, a he's you're a, talking about Tucker. Tucker's hot no, for no, not fifty. Tucker. Not Tucker. But t- t- Tucker Tucker's, looks like this all Tucker's the time. Tucker's too old, but I think he's handsome. If I were his age, I'd be into him. What? He's so crazy. <laughs> Tucker. Really. Yeah. Uh, who was another hot guy on TV? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Madison really Cawthorn's really handsome. Oh, the he's guy in, in his twenties. The guy in a wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah, we've, yes. met, we've met him. Oh my god, we like, we he's like, very handsome. You met him like in an elevator. We were just taking the elevator together. Yeah, he's um, really handsome. Yeah. Um, who else? I don't know. There's not really that many hotties on TV anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, don't flirt with. Oh, here's some girl. And blur, don't don't flirt with your girlfriend's boyfriend. Duh, that's a uh, bad thing to do. Oh, this is bro code, huh? There ain't no rules. Dang. Sometimes I feel like that is bro code. It's pretty shysty. He said there ain't no rules, so you're allowed to do whatever the F you want to do. Man. Oh, bros before hoes. That's, 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 a, oh, yeah, that's bro the before, number one. No, bro actually, co- you know what? When you have a real man, is her before bros, okay? So change your mindset, guys. A real man keeps his woman number one. Exactly. Not his bro that are just going to talk about bullshit or video games. All is fair in love and war. Oh, you think that after 12 months, it's okay to go for someone's man? No. Oh, these guys are ruthless. Don't date your ex's sister. Yeah. <laughs> don't, People just, out there are dating their, el- Wait, their ex's sister. What kind of sister is that? She shouldn't be. Actually, I know. I would revoke you to be my sister. I'll be like, girl, you got to go. I know a couple what? like that. I, uh, one of my dad's best friends is now, he's married to his ex's sister. Uh, this this guy, he's he's a cool guy. I, I like him a lot, but he broke up with his chick and then went for the sis. 
and and they've been happily married for years now. Well, the, the sis. No, I, I don't know how the two sisters relationship is anymore. They don't but. have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't date your exes. Oh, that was the same question. Um, bro, wait, what's this? Bro code is gay men on the DL. <gasps> Is that the bro code now? Because sometimes it seems that way. There are so many gay guys out there. I just cannot anymore. I see them all the time. I'm like, wow. Girl, there were uh, there were a couple of guys that I tried going on a couple dates with. And I was like, I'm pretty sure. he's. I, I, I was like, I think he likes me. But I think he also likes boys on the DL. Like, I just really got that vibe. And I was uh... like, okay, that's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was just like, dude, I don't want, I, I was like, just, I was like, does that make me bigoted to not be okay with that? But I was like, I don't want my man cheating on me with a dude. That's weird. So I think, I think a lot of athletes are gay. Why, why do you think that is in the athletic realm? Because they're around men all the time, like football players. And they're, they're naked, around, in, they're the, naked in the locker room. You know, they, they slap their ass. They're around each other all the time. So a lot of them become gay. Um, a lot of female athletes are also all lesbian, all lesbian together. Mm-hmm. I, um, I knew a ton of female uh, athletes in college. And like I, I witnessed several of them become gay in college. Like they got turned lesbian because of the lesbian culture in female sports in college. So like high school, they only dated boys, but when they went to college, they they literally got brainwashed to be lesbian. I was like, this is insanity. Wow. And they were trying to. They're yeah. Like one of the girls, I was roommates with these three girls. One of them was an athlete. And these lesbian athletes would be coming over all the time. They were trying to turn me that way too. But I'm like one of the straightest people you've ever met. So. Wait, what were they doing? I've spilled the like tea. Like hitting on me and stuff. What were they saying? Um, I don't even remember. They were just like trying to hit on uh, me. And I was just like, oh, I'm really into boys. I got hit on by, I don't know if she was a girl or a guy at the gas station the <laughs> I other didn't day. Know if it was a girl I don't guy. know. She looked like a girl, but then she was dressed like. She was like, hey, you want to smoke? I was like, no, I don't smoke. Thank you. I just yeah. ran in my car. I was like, no, thank you. It was like at 1 a.m. coming from Zeta's house. I was like, oh, wow. I had to put gas and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's Get interesting. Your I was like, no, I respect. Yeah, this. Uh, they're like, why are female basketball players lesbian? Yeah, I remember when I was in college, the girl who lived directly above me was a lesbian basketball player. And she and I were cool. We were friends. But I was like, dude, you respect my sexuality. I respect yours. Like, <laughs> like you're, you're cool to do whatever you want. But, like, don't pressure me to try to be lesbian with you. <laughs> you know? So that's how it was. That is so crazy. But yeah. it's so crazy how, you know, homosexual homosexuality it's it's begun it's becoming a thing in America. It's just really crazy. It's like there's she he, there's transit, there, there's so many things. There's this makeup artist on Instagram. His name is Tokyo Style. Girl, he was a man and he went and got his whole body. When you see him, Ivory, 
he looks better than girls. Wait, oh, he did like a full transgender a full surgery. Trans. He has boobs, wow. ass, oh wow, lips, everything. Wow. I'm like, what's going on? He looks better than women. But you know That's how insane. you can tell a guy. I mean, a guy's a transgender. Transgender is when you just when they speak. That's oh, because like, they have the deeper voice. Hey, what's up? And you're like. Oh. Some of them are pretty good at like boosting their voice though. Um, but no, one of my girlfriends has like a deeper voice, and like people have joked that she's a transgender dude, and she's like a, really offended by that. Like, dude, no, I'm a female. I'm sorry, I have like a groggy voice. And so oh she's my like God. so she's like self-conscious of her voice. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's pretty it's pretty a wacky world we live in now. What's up? Checking out your comments. Um, did uh, did I ever play sports in high school, college? I ran track and cross country, and I even cross country skied a little bit in high school. I didn't play any sports in college, though. Wait, Ivory, but you were homeschool. Yeah, but I, I I went to the local high school for track, so I was I actually did some high school classes and track, oh. but I was primarily homeschooled. Wow. Yeah. So you still was able to do all the extra curricular yeah i got i got the best of both worlds that's awesome so how do you like which one do you like better homeschool or high school yeah homeschool hands down really and i why highly, is that? highly recommend homeschool your kids are gonna be homeschooled oh yeah 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 and why why you recommend that because uh it was a no nonsense no drama no indoctrination thing we actually self-educated it's very easy for my mom because we use the ace curriculum where you can literally like go through it on your own and uh, self-motivated. So if, if I wanted to finish some classes early, I was able to, to knock that out um, and not deal with all this BS and um, this bureaucracy and whatnot. I agree with you. And um, you don't have to deal, you know, in, in high school, you don't have to deal with you know, the bullying, you know, the bullying and the whole like clicks and the dress and, oh, and like the just, clicks. Uh, it's the group think the group think brainwashing that happens to people of like to survive. I need to fit into I need to find one of these groups to fit into. That was and that's so how they go me. throughout the rest of their lives. And for me, I, I never I was born to not be that way because I'm an Aquarius and I never had to deal with a lot of pressure to be that way because I was homeschooled. And then when I, once I did join high school stuff, mm -hmm. people kind of singled me out as the homeschooler, which I liked, I think as an Aquarius, I liked just being off on my own. And my high school coach was like, do you want me to tell them to stop singling you out? And I was like, no, it's fine. They can. <laughs> wow. Your high school track coach asked you, yeah, yeah, he was like worried if I if I didn't like that, but I was like, no, I, I like that. Wow, <laughs> kids are so rude. I remember. No, they I weren't. Was, I I don't think they were being rude. They were just when like, I was in middle school, I used to be called an African booty scratcher. <laughs> what? I used to get in so many fights with these kids. Oh my gosh, kids are just. This person's bro code is no hose. Yes. Thank God. My girl code is no hose. There's way too much hose amongst men. Dude, if you belong to the streets, I don't want you. 
if you belong to the streets. Yeah, you need to. I love how Ivory has some some urban in her. If you belong to the streets, you need to handle your addiction to female attention. Wrangle that in. Develop some discipline. If you belong to the streets, Ivory doesn't want you. Exactly. I want a man of discipline. Yeah, that's the. Ivory, you know who might be good for you though? A veteran. Oh, I already dated one. He's now your your trainer. Oh no no no, not Connor, <laughs> Our actual real veteran. A real veteran. No offense oh to Connor. My Connor's my friend, but you know, no offense to you, bro. Uh, but a real well, veteran. I think you'd be great. Uh, look, I'm just saying. I have dealt with every emotional trauma I've had is in my deep history. Who cares about it? I don't carry that with me. So if you're a veteran who carries emotional trauma with you, I I don't want a guy who carries emotional trauma with them. No, but deal with your PTSD, handle it and move on. Not all veteran has PTSD. Good. Okay, good. (laughs) Good. I'm just saying, I understand. I have a lot of sympathy for PTSD, but I am someone who does not need drama in their lives. Okay. If you're bringing darkness into my life, I don't want it. You have to deal with your PTSD, bro. Oh, no super chats. We're going to have super chats soon. Um, I'm in the works with it. It's a big old hassle with YouTube. Yeah, I'm getting a chat. run for my money, but we're going to add super chats real soon. Okay. And with that being said, we've already passed the hour mark, so we should wrap, wrap this back down. But it's been a robust conversation. <laughs> robust is my new favorite word. Really? Why with, is that? With more robust internet now. <laughs> Thank God I fixed my internet. Um, Ooh, I hope we can be well, guess, clear. Yeah. It's and so uh, we'll be back probably next, next week. week. This guy has PTSD from his last GF. Oops. Um, <laughs> see, let's go, so, I, so I'm trying to not add PTSD to my life from his last by girlfriend. having a future ex-boyfriend. So, okay. Just. No drama, please. All right. You guys have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you later. Ooh, that's my lawyer calling now. Watch out, Facebook. You're going down.